Hey there, this is Terry Cowley, weekday breakfast presenter on 1FM Shepparton. Thanks for checking out this podcast. It was recorded live as part of The Brecky Show, which you can catch 6 to 9am Monday to Friday. That's Split M's History Never Repeats on 1FM Live and Local at 22 to 8 and that means it is time to catch up with our history guru, John Gribben. Good morning, John. Good morning, Terry. How have you been? Well, I've been very good uh, just studying the books and looking at uh, what we might be able to talk about. <laughs> Always looking for that new story about our local history. Yeah, I am. Look, today we've got a really interesting story because <clears throat> it talks about the big airfield that was built here uh, during World War II. Now, a lot of people don't realise, Terry, that um, before Shepparton had an airport, the regional airport for the area was at Murchison East. Um, uh, you have an no idea, early in the war, in World War II, um, the military built seven airfields in northern Victoria. They built one at Mildura, Nil, Swan Hill, Lake Boga for the, the Catalina flying boats, Mangalore, Banala, and Murchison East. Um, so Murchison now, East today, today being where the hotel is. Well, you know where the hotel is. I'll give you an example. If you know the golf course, it's just east of the golf course and it's south of the Murchison Violet Town Road. Now, and it also crosses what is known as Browns Road. So if you, if you drive down Browns Road uh, off the Murch Violet Town Road, you will see where the, the, the runway actually crossed over the road at one stage. So can you so actually still see that? Yeah, you can, still, you can still basically see if you're watching the road and looking at the fence line. Okay. And the same with... Pretty John Road across that as well, but it went between Pretty John Road and the Murchison Violet Town Road. Now, to give you an idea what happened, in 1942, someone from the military rolled up at the Browns family farm and said, did you know that there's going to be an airfield built in your place? And I said, no. He goes, well, it's going to be built and we start on Monday. So they didn't get very much time, but this airfield was built. Now, everyone says, well, why is it built there? And there's a couple of reasons. In Murchison East, it's very close to where all the seven prisoner of war and internee camps were. So there's about 10,000 people incarcerated in various prisons around the area. So if we had to get people in and out very quickly, uh, Murchison East helped with that aspect. It also was a supplementary airfield for Banala and Tokemore and Mangalore. Um, and in addition to that, it's also on the Brisbane line. So uh, they talk about this Brisbane line there, Essendon, Mangalore, Murchies, Tokemore, um, and it just keeps going up, uh, Rotay Station, uh, Gerildery, all the way up to Queensland. Uh, but anyhow, that's, that's another story. Um, what I was going to say, though, is that this airfield was not a small airfield. To give you an idea, the north-south runway on it was approximately 250 metres longer than Shepparton's north-south runway, so it's two kilometres long. Uh, it's three times the width, and it had an east-west runway as well that was about 900 metres longer than Shepparton's east-west runway. So it's very big and three times the width. The first plane that they landed there was a Dakota DC-3, so... 
Not small planes. We're talking very big planes. Uh, my understanding was that it was forced down. It got a lightning strike or something and it hit it and it actually came down. But there were a number of other planes that pulled up there during the, the war years. Um, there was Tiger Moths, I think, went down there at one stage. And there was certainly military planes that, you know, that had, they were doing aerial photography and all the rest of it. Um, the, um, what I was going to put as a side note, there wasn't much, um, in terms of shedding or anything like that, there was no, sort of nothing like that there. there so was no just, sort of terminals was, with uh, cafes inside or anything like that? No, no, no. Um, there is a little bit of remnants, though. If you, if you drive down Pretty John Road, you'll see a big culvert on the side of the road that sort of went all the way underneath the, the runway, and it, it was made out of corrugated iron, this corrugated iron pipes, which is very military of the time. Um, so that's really... So there's not a lot of infrastructure there, but if you know where it is, you get an idea where it is. And there is photos of this thing um, that you can find. Um, it's very, very impressive. Now, after the war, everyone thought, well, we'll make this our regional airport. Uh, and there was a lot of lobbying went on between all the different towns. And eventually, Shepparton won out. <clears throat> and they ended up building a runway at Kyla, which is where it is now. And that, that was built in 1956. And basically, uh, up until that time, the Murchison East Runway was the main runway for the area. But after that, it was the bitumen that was always on the runways and all the rest of it at Murch East. All that was ripped up and the place was converted back to farmland. So <clears throat> it's very interesting <clears throat> that we had this infrastructure. And if you look at our very old aerial photos and whatnot, you can still see the, um, the airfield there. But it's very interesting that um, yeah, this airfield was a huge airfield and it all of a sudden ceased to be. So why, why exactly did, did, did we actually nut out why it was moved to Kyala and not kept at Merch East? Well, I think that the, they all thought that, um, uh, I think air flight was the way of the future and they thought that'd be great for business and commerce. So there was a great deal of competition between Tatura and Shepparton and Murchison and all these different places. And Shepparton won out in the end and said, look, if we're going to have commercial uh, air flight, uh, we want it near our population. Which we never really have had, have we? No. <laughs> and for, and when it went to Shepparton, I think they had a, uh, a passenger service for about two years and then nothing. And basically all they did with the airfield was use it as a grazing paddock for sheep. And these days they're talking about because of the pressure of development down that way, moving it again, of course. Yes, yes. Um, <laughs> it's sort of a bit of a pity that it's completely grown around the Shepparton Airport. But the way it is but, at the moment, like you couldn't have any, any large planes landing there now, could you? Uh, not much. Well, no larger than what we currently have, I wouldn't have thought. Um, I mean, wouldn't the, it just uh, be great the if there was, one was a big one. just yeah. like a once a week or something, you know, like I know Bendigo has done a, I think it's a twice a week flight to Sydney, for example, with Qantas Link. Like, well, couldn't we just get one or two of those? It'd be fantastic. But maybe we can't because the aerodrome is currently too small. Well, I don't know. I think you're probably right. 
uh, it would be good to improve our public transport and uh, communications to the area, but um, I don't think it's going to happen with our current airport. No, it's not going to happen anytime soon. <laughs> no, I think no. we need to go. Maybe we need to go back to Merge East. <laughs> maybe, maybe. I wonder if the Browns still own the land. They do. They the do. Family wow. own the property. Yeah. Okay. Shout out to the Browns. Can we uh, can we set up uh, a big airport there again, please? <laughs> <laughs> Very good. We can dream. We can dream, John. We can. Well, thank you, you. thank you for that. I always learn something, John, and thank you so much to your contribution to, uh, for your contribution to the program over the past year, and I wish you a very Merry Christmas and all the best for 2023, and we'll hopefully we'll catch you on the other side. And a Merry Christmas to you. Thank you. Thank you. We've been talking to our history guru, John Gribben. Do you need it knocked over or smashed up? Keith McRae Demolitions are your demolition and environmental cleanup specialists. Equipped with EPA trucks and a mobile concrete crusher. They're also licensed asbestos removalists. Call into their yard where they stock a huge range of secondhand timber, steel, aluminium windows, all at super secondhand prices. Call Crowbar Demolitions today on 58299 413. Sponsors of 1FM. Daryl here from Aussie Ag Supplies. Just a quick message re tractor parts for many brands of tractors. Most of you good listeners know the brands of parts we carry. Over the busy times ahead, if you need new or used tractor parts, call Aussie Ag. Our stocks are large, plus glass doors, etc. Our wrecking stock of tractors is growing along with used tractors and machinery. Call Daryl on 0 0428-235000. I'll repeat that. 0428-235000. These holidays, more Victoria Police are out on our roads, catching those doing the wrong thing. Catching you before you hit a pedestrian. Excuse me, driver. I saw you driving while using your mobile phone. Catching you before you drift into oncoming traffic. Have you been drinking tonight? Catching you before you lose control of your vehicle. So, do you know the speed limit along this road? It's the lucky ones who get caught. Please, drive safe these holidays. TAC. Station sponsor. You've been listening to a 1FM podcast.